Des Moines, Iowa, how the fuck your spirit doing? How y'all And I can still remember my first winter in Minnesota. It was white as the eyes can see, and there was some snow there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, that was a comedy teaser from my second comedy album, Peace of Mind, Side B, which went number one on iTunes and Amazon.com for not only new comedy release album, but also bestseller. I'm a bestseller, okay? It's crazy. Uh, If you haven't listened to it, please check it out. It is streaming on everything that you can think of, wherever you listen to your digital music. And if you still want to purchase the album, you can go through iTunes, Amazon, and also Bandcamp. Uh, Please support me. And mama, I made it. six now thank you for listening to my podcast the day peace talk podcast it's been a really fun three years uh i want to start off by saying i had an incredible time in denver colorado just colorado in general it was it's my third time being there first time i went i was with a company <laughs> and they took their national manager meeting I, I i did retail for those who didn't know they took all of their managers to keystone colorado we snowboarded and we did a lot of white shit and it was fun it was it was it was one of those fun life experiences that you only you know you only experience if you experience it you know what i mean like i don't think i've ever anywhere was like i want to go snowboarding had a fun time i fell (laughs) i fell hard (laughs) i uh (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure I, I bruised my butt bone or or lower back or something like that, but it was quite painful. But it was a lot of fun, and luckily it happened near the end, and I, I got to experience it. Uh, that's also actually where I I met Matt Miller. Rest in peace to him, the the rapper who passed away a couple years ago, and it was just it was a really fun new experience. Second time. Me and my wife were driving back from Arizona when we decided to move back to Iowa. So we passed through Colorado State the night. We just had a couple hours there. And it was just, a, it was a fun time. Like we didn't do anything extravagant. Had a, we didn't even get any weed, which I didn't do this last time. Like I do not even think about it. Uh, I was in the green room, one of the, one of the shows and the show producer just started rolling up and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm sort of used to it. When you do comedy, everybody smokes or, or a lot of people smoke and, you know, they, they have their own vices. No judgment. But they didn't register that, oh, I'm in a state where this is absolutely legal. I should load up. I remember on my way flying out uh, of DIA, Denver International, it was the longest TSA line I ever been to in my life. You know how they say you should be to an airport two hours before. This is one of those like we and we fucking mean it. Okay, it took me easily about an hour to get through TSA, which it was just it was it was it was a lot of people. And not only that, they had the dog. They had the the drug dog. 
uh, where, you know, you get in this long line. Uh, I first walked by the line because I'm like, this ain't the line. Like, there's pe- these people got shit or something. Like, this has got to be something else. But I walked through most of the line, and then I'm like, oh, this is the line. So I walked all the way back. And you get to the very end, you know, after they cattle you like cow. And then they pair you up where you have to walk side by side with an, a, a next individual. I do not know exactly why. Maybe it's just easier with with two people going by the the, the sniff dog than one. But <laughs> they pair me up to this young this young lady, and I'm like, what? what like, are they just marrying people? Like, are you just marrying people off? And uh, she said, congratulations. And I think it's really dope when complete strangers are sort of in on the joke. You know, because a lot of times I do not make jokes when I'm not in a comedic state of mind. Like if I'm not performing before or after the show, you know, I'm just a normal person, I guess. And from time to time, you know, uh, I'll crack these jokes and sometimes they fall flat. And then other times like a complete stranger or, you know, a, a barista or whatever, they they pick up on it, they go with it. And it makes those interactions a lot more fun. And, uh... I bring all that up to say, yeah, they have these, like, a real dog sniffing, sniffing for weed or, or drugs, whatever. And uh, I just, I had never seen that, you know. Uh, but my my performing experience and everything before that, it was, it was, it was really great. So I want to, I want to first kind of start backwards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My my immediate thought when I was on the airplane flying back to Des Moines, Iowa, was two things. One, I am not dreaming big enough. And two, I am not working hard enough. And some people are listening and, and you may see my social media and say, hey, I'm, I'm doing a lot of shows. I'm posting a lot. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Uh, no way. And I got to be honest with you. Just got to just just to be honest with myself. I am not nowhere where I like to be. And that's not a knock on the the journey and how far I've come, yada, yada, yada. But we just got to get real with ourselves. Like this, this is a great time this year. It's still early. This is a great time to get honest with ourselves, really talk about the things that we want to do, we want to accomplish, and then start talking about those steps that we're actually taking or not taking. And my, my, my trip to Denver or my trip to Colorado is exactly what I like to do more of. But it costs a lot. You know, like if I was rich, I would do these every weekend. And that's sort of one of my goals is to travel and work the weekend in different states and different cities. But I want to be paid. <laughs> you know, like you, you have to make money to spend money. So, you know... Uh, just being completely transparent, my my trip out there was, you know, close to a thousand dollars. You know, luckily I had some some 
points on my Southwest account from a cancellation earlier, or I think it was the time when I flew and I had I got stuck in Chicago for like I don't know ten extra hours, so I got some credit and uh, um, you know I rented a car, uh, stayed in a hotel, food, gas, so on and so forth, and I had only been booked for the Saturday gig. The Saturday gig was in a small town in Akron, Colorado, and and the town had less than the, the, the amount of people that I, I have in my current town, which is about 2,000 people. This town had a little over 1,700. And boy, did they show up. And boy, were they insanely conservative. Uh, just, you know, troops for Trump flags and, and, and we love our vets. It, 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 right, a, right below a VW, a, B, a VFW. So, you know, we, it was, it was, you know, Trump this, Trump that, and, you know, we, we, we love our values and, uh, they loved me. (laughs) I did very well. Uh, and I'll get back to that in just a second, but, uh, the, the trip itself was, was very costly. And this is just one of those small examples and maybe not even small. This is just one of those examples where I encourage you because I'm going to walk out in a lot on a lot of faith. And just invest in yourself. Invest in what it is that you are trying to manifest. Because the trip actually does not happen unless. And obviously, this is just, you know, there's a lot of like how it could have come together. But here's how it actually came together. I I took a trip with my comedy brother, Dante Powell, who I, I look up to a lot because of what he does and how he does it. Um, he's, he's obviously a very hilarious comedian, but the way he navigates through this business. And I think what I had to learn on my own was how it is to be a black comedian in a market like Iowa, you know, it's like, it's, it's just different. It's just different. There's not many. And then when you talk about accomplishments, like what, what have you done? you sort of just have to, you know, stack your own Legos and build up your own resume. And even then, when it's pretty impressive, you show the rest of the state and you show these these bookers or these these gatekeepers or these people with the ability to really help. And they're like, okay, and well, I'm going to go with the, the guy who does a bunch of ball jokes and, and child molesting, you know, bits. And it's like, I don't even know why <laughs> I can't, I cannot win. That's a little bit of a tangent, but we, we went to Austin, Texas last year again, but this time just me and him. And we were just talking about shows and gigs that we had done. And I had Mo Alexander, who is an incredible comedian on the podcast a few episodes ago. And he, we kind of talked about the business and he just talked about how, how great Colorado is. And just, you want to get out there. And the episode had, had really just inspired me to really just get out there more. So that's sort of the spark. And then when I was with Dante, we were talking about Colorado and it was like, hey, if you ever get a chance to do a gig near Colorado or near Denver, take that and then try to get added to another show and just really try to just get your first experiences. Because that's all this is. Like all you really need to do 
is experience something once or twice to get the ball rolling. I remember thinking about just comedy in general and how I never thought about, you know, wanting to perform in multiple states before, right? Like I I started in Arizona, you know, well, started technically in Minnesota, then did Iowa, then did Arizona, then started, but I just sort of did shows. And, you know, then you move and you, you sort of become a road comic. You start working the the road and you start realizing there's a lot more you know cities and towns and states to perform in that you need to perform in especially if you want to grow it's not it's not enough to be the the funniest comedian in Iowa or, or the, the funny funniest black comedian you know in the north you know like what 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 is your end game i guess and so I was like, I, I definitely want to perform in, in more places. And, and then I got an email about performing in this place that I had never been called Akron, Colorado. I respond, I'm interested. I get booked. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to Colorado. <laughs> so, you know, on, on Facebook, there's there's comedy groups, uh, comedy scenes. There's like a Denver comedy scene for traveling comedians and just communication uh, about the local shows and i'm like hey anybody uh know of a friday show that i can get on here's my information and i'm gonna be honest with you nine times out of ten that goes no nowhere like this is seriously a you have to know somebody and luckily i've been able to meet three uh great colorado comics and i'm sure i probably have met and know more but then you start to have relationships with those people and you start to kind of stay close to what they're doing. And I reached out to them and I got some recommendations, hit the recommendations up, got booked for the show. And it ended up being two sold out shows. And it was just uh, a great introduction for me as a comedian, but just a great way to start doing comedy in Colorado for the first time. I sold zero merchandise, like two sold out shows. I did pretty great uh the first show I, I the first show I, I did very well the second show it was a late show and I I wanted to do a completely different 10 minutes but I'm also in a place where I'm trying to work my material differently I I have an album I have two albums of material some of that material is not done yet it's almost like it's it got pre-recorded or it got it got recorded prematurely. So there are still bits, and most comedians will tell you a, a, a joke is never done. But I'm, I'm working some of that material over again. I also have brand new stuff that I'm doing, and then I have old stuff that that you know, like like just in the vault that I'm unlocking and sort of brushing off the dust, and and I'm performing that again. So. You know, one of my goals this year with my material is to have a new 30, 45 minute, uh, you know, even hour of just material that does not include clout, uh, clout, <laughs> don't no clout work here. That doesn't include crowd work. That doesn't include a single bit or joke from either of the albums. And that that that's that's sort of just what I need to do. So, so for the second show, I worked a little bit of uh, different jokes, and it wasn't the the same strong response, but I still did well. Again, so zero shirts. 
I bring all that up. And sometimes I, I kind of hear myself on social media, like I read it and I'm like, mm, I think people probably read it as this, where it's like, it's almost like a cry for help. <laughs> We're like, I like a complaining, like a, a whining, like I didn't sell no merchandise. And it's, I, I guess it's partly that, like it, it'd be foolish to say it's not, but the truth is I'm just trying to share like my comedy journey. I call it the magic. The, the magic is it, it has so much fulfillment. Like it, it's, I don't want to do anything else. I just want to get better at this. And I want this, you know, I want to be paid more. I want to go all over the world or the country to start. And I want to make people laugh. I want to share my life and my experiences. And um, I can see it. But I also, I also want to be honest. I, I sometimes don't explain or maybe share the the disappointments. And I know people rally on Facebook, good job, you can do it. And But if y'all know, then I think you'll better understand. And to pay all that money, when I say pay, I mean charge a credit card that I eventually have to pay off, which only comes from making more money from gigs that, you know, I have to do. <laughs> um... And, and and also shout out to my wife for you know holding down the kids and 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 really being the the my biggest supporter and and making all these things possible as well because without her it's 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 not feasible. This episode of Peace Talk podcast is brought to you by Ruby Ribbon, but more specifically, one of my best friends who sells the product she got uh completely into it and it changed her life and so she started changing other people's lives and i think that is incredible uh ruby ribbon is a three-in-one solution to an everyday problem the underwire bra so women who are out there that hate your bra uh don't like your bra you guys are having issues and problems and you break up every week (laughs) like uh, this is a this is a solution. You can get comfortable everyday shapewear that can also be worn as outerwear. Uh, it it it's, it's it it actually takes one three inches off your waist. This is like a seven second tummy tug, and it's for every woman of all different sizes. So big, small, big boobs, small boobs. They have you covered. Uh, what's pretty incredible is my mother bought it. My wife bought it. A lot of my best friends bought it. And at first, to be honest, they, they buy it to support, right? Like, hey, I'm selling a new product. Can you buy it and support? But they bought it and they absolutely love it. And it's changing their lives and it's changed a lot of women's lives. And if you are interested in having your life change and, and wearing a bra and, and you know, a fitting that, that works a lot better than probably what you have, please uh, reach out to her. Uh, <laughs> it's www.com. My Shamama, that's M Y S H E M A M A dot com. Tell her they sent you and uh, she'll take great care of you. They'll help with sizing and everything else. So uh, check it out. Let me know how it goes. And uh, good luck, ladies. Check her out. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But I, you know, I did a whole episode about you know how important merchandise is and this extra stuff that I sell and and you know coming to shows is great and paying the ticket is is great, but then it's that direct. You know, it's like buying the album helps way more than streaming the album. Uh, you got to buy it and then listen to it, please. You know, <laughs> don't just buy it just to buy it. Um, and again, don't just stream it just to stream it. But that that's 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 what I was doing. I was just basically saying, hey, I did these shows. They went great. Didn't sell any merchandise. The next show in the 1700 small town, which was like a... a hour 40 something minutes from where i was in denver go to this town and just absolutely have a great show i mean my opener he did a great job and that is kind of important like i sort of undersell it like just go up there and do whatever it doesn't matter if you're good or you doesn't it doesn't necessarily uh hurt if you're a bad opener or you if you're not that great or what you know but it definitely helps if you go up there and you rock it. You know what I mean? You start off, you start the show off right. You get them laughing. You do all the mechanics. You do the the, the announcements. Um, for for me, that's I'm like I like I, I like to work with that person more. Uh, I get excited for when I see that person on a on a bill or um, if I hit the road and I I need to call somebody. This person now kind of enters this list of. Hey, that hey, this is someone I think it could be dependable and being able to fill time and do do the job. Anyway, I go up, I do an hour, I do a little bit over an hour. I just have so much fun. But one of my things that I I was most proud about was the the things that I wanted to accomplish. I feel like I accomplished. I did my crowd work, which I have so much fun with. I can get lost in it. I did the jokes that I wanted to do. Um, you know, I have you know I I have my set list. I just I just I did some new stuff. You know, I, I kind of snuck in some some tags and some some add-ons that I hadn't done, and it was it was really like it was really like for me, uh, like like an outer body experience where it I it really felt like a professional, um, like it was part sparring, like you can see me like just kind of dancing around, throwing out a couple jabs. And then you can see me really with some strong uppercuts, some strong right hooks, and just going for some 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 hair, hair, haymakers. Like, I'm I'm experiencing it in, like, real time. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm really good. And I think that's something that we always struggle with as just human beings. Are we good enough? Um... And I, that's why, that's why I love, and I don't think confirmation is, is, is a bad thing that sometimes we just need to, you know, look in the mirror, be reminded of, of, of our greatness, of the things that we've accomplished, where we've come from. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, uh, how to get over, not get over anxiety, but what's the best way to kind of counter, um, those, those thoughts and that energy and it's being more appreciative, you know. It's, it's like balancing faith, you know. Like if you, if you are super anxious about something, 
but you can cling c- closer to faith uh, because a lot of times they're both sort of these made up factors, but they possess these very powerful results. And if you can have the, I, you know, I'm faithful that this, this is going to work out and you cling to that a little bit more, it helps. And so like, it was just one of those shows where like, and it was just one of those weekends where I just felt like I need to go across the effing country doing this, what I'm doing. I I can stack up with the best of them. And don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not, I mean, if there's a tier, you know, there if there's a tier A and we're talking about your famous comedians, you know, everybody that, and we're not talking about like, we're talking about your famous favors, your Jerry Seinfelds, your your Kevin Hart's, the the household names, and then there's tier B, where tier B is hey, uh, they they they're very accomplished, they're they're in a bunch of things that you've seen, they have a, a name recognition, but more importantly, they have, um, you know, it's, it's it's people like where did where did Dave Chappelle get his you know and then Tony Woods and it's like oh people that you should know that you probably you should know better you know like um then there's this you know tier C which is working making a living comedians across the country um i probably should have a different i probably shouldn't have did letters i probably should have did numbers because i i feel like there's a lot more tiers than just you know a through f but whatever tier i'm in let's just let's just go with that whatever tier that i'm in it's um full-time comedian uh sort of barely getting out into the country but when working and stacked up with comics from all over the country i I, I'm, i'm 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 good you know what i mean like I, I said this before, like sometimes you, you just want to test the water and see where you are. So when you perform with comics all over the country in different levels, you know, if you can hold your own, it, it gives you that reassurance that, OK, because, again, it's 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 not enough to be the best comic, you know, out of 16 in a small town. You know, you've got to stack up with comic and comedy all over the country. So. Whatever tier that I am, I feel like I belong. Uh, I feel like I've earned uh, to be there. And I'm just looking to get to that next tier. And I think that that happens with me doing the formula that I'm doing. Uh, For the second show or the second, you know, that Saturday night show, I did sell some shirts. I had a gentleman tip me $100. Uh, You know, it's, it's one of those full circle things where like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm freaking out about this career, but I will. I will freak out. There are times where there is not doubt that I want to quit, but there's doubt like, oh, do I do I have it in me? You know, this is hard. I just spent a lot of money to be here and I'm making no money. Am I making connections? Yes. Am I making people laugh? Great. How many new people are going to follow me from this? How many people are going to check next time I'm, I'm going to be in their city or their state? You know? That's what I like to do. Like, that's what I'm trying to accomplish. And like I said, I'm just not thinking big enough. So that's that's where I'm at. Uh, here's to uh, a, a bigger season of the Peace Talk podcast. Here's to a bigger year of doing comedy. 
I hope I gain a bunch of new listeners. I hope you listen and I hope you give me feedback. That is, if there is one thing that I would like different from this season than any other season is, I'd like to get some, some two things, like questions, because uh, I would get them periodically, but just not not as frequent as I would like. And then topics, like, hey, Day, I love to hear your take on this. Uh, how do you feel about Bill Cosby going to tour? Shit like that, you know. You know how I feel about Dr. Cosby, you know. If you if you hadn't listened to my album. <laughs> but uh, think bigger, work harder. That's my plan. That's what I'm focused on. So thank you for listening to the first episode of Season 6. I will be back every Monday. Uh, I will have some guests, but uh, not as many because I, I want to make sure I... I, 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 I'm not a purist, but one of the things that I keep coming back to with this podcast like very specifically is what it does for me. And to be able to kind of, you know, talk to you and just, you know, lay, lay it all out, be honest, kind of work through the, the topics that's going on in my brain and, and recapping these shows or these weekends and again, sharing the magic and 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 seeing where I started when I first did my first open mic, or more importantly, when I first did my first open mic in Arizona, you know, February tenth, uh, two thousand and eleven, and to just see this growth, um, let's 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 kick it up a notch. Whatever happened to him, Emerald? Bam! Like let's fucking let's kick it up a notch. Uh, so if, if you were a fan before, kind of on the fence, let's kick it up a notch, okay? If you're a casual listener, listen to a couple more. Uh, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Let's have fun. Here's to an incredible year. Nothing but love and peace. If you want me to read an ad for you or your business, just give me money, okay? I will, I will say how great your product is. I'll call you a humanitarian. This season, I'm looking to get sponsorship, which just helps take this podcast up another level. Uh, there's a couple of different ways you can do it and a couple of different ways you can reach out to me. So you can go to my email, which is uh, comediandayday, D-A-Y-D-A-Y at Gmail. Or you can reach out to me through my link tree, which is link tr.ee slash daypeacecomedy uh, anything is appreciated everything is appreciated don't forget to laugh today peace <laughs>